Well, hello everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. I am the creator of Kingsville, an amazing comic that you could pick up at worldatwarcomics.com. And we have issue two coming out on Kickstarter starting November 30th. So go to Kickstarter, search Kingsville, and you'll find all the information there. Hit that notify button. That way you are notified as soon as it goes live. All right, today we have another amazing interview. But before we get into that, if you could hit that subscribe button, hit that ring bell, that really helps out the channel and allows you to know when all these amazing interviews drop. And our podcast is brought to you by cnchilies.com, the best hot sauce you could buy, C-I-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-S.com. Get yours today. And if you shop at cnchilies.com and use comics at checkout, you'll save 15% off your entire order. Um, also, we are partners with Comic Crusaders, the best in comic book reviews, movie reviews, music reviews, and even interviews. So check out ComicCrusaders.com. All right, without further ado, we have the award-winning writer of Antarctica, Simon Birch, joining us today um, with Top Cal Image Comics. I cannot wait to have the conversation about Antarctica. This has been an amazing book. If you're not reading it, you're missing out. It's a lot of fun, a lot of twists and turns. I think you're going to enjoy it. All right, without further ado, here is Simon and I. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to World at War Comics. I have another amazing guest today. Today, joining me is Mr. Simon Burks, award-winning writer, novel writer, producer. What am I missing, uh, Simon? I think you've done um, a <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I do. I mean, uh, a cheese on toast. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're also, I think, the co-founder of Blue Fox Comics, if I'm not mistaken, as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you can see on the shelf behind me, there's just some of okay. our books here. So shared and all, all, all the other books. But yeah. Yeah. We, we uh, comics is is a way of life now. Uh, okay. And uh, I can't complain in the slightest. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let, let's talk a little bit about that, if that's okay, Simon. Yeah. When did you really start to get into comics and comics kind of became the way of life? Like, when did that transition take place in your career? Yeah, well, I, I was first introduced to comics uh, by my nan when I was seven years old, so 1977, uh, and uh, it, and via Spider-Man, sort of like the UK um uh, yeah the uk sort of versions of the marvel things so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh so kind of bought those for a couple of years i think my brother who's a little older than me got like the star wars uh, comics at the time um they're being serialized so yeah so that's when i first got into comics then i have to say mainly because there wasn't a comic shop in where i grew up so like it kind of fell away and obviously I, I was young and didn't have the money to spend on comics unfortunately yeah. i don't have the money that i have now uh, or some of the money uh, and um so yeah so it's fell away obviously I, I was still a geek and a nerd and all that sort of great stuff um so I, I i sort of spent my whole life enjoying you know this side of it but comics i sort of got back into uh, I think it was around 2014. Um, I, I had a lot of, uh, so I, I've written a lot of different types of things, uh, mm -hmm. as you alluded to, um, all the way from teenage angst poetry um, through to yeah, through, through to um, sort of films and, and plays and, and uh, novels. So, but I had a lot of short films which are gathering dust on a hard drive, and they they cost thousands to make, and there's very little interest you know commercial interest in in short films yeah. uh, or if there is i don't know what it is <laughs> so uh, at some point a light bulb went on um above me and uh, i thought maybe i, I i'll try i could try to turn these into comics i've yeah. always 
when I write, I've always sort of written, I have a sort of quite a visual brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see what I'm sort of writing. So uh, yeah, so it, it seemed like something I could try. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't go into it thinking, yes, this is the solve for everything. Um, in, in, in many ways, I, I still write all the other things, um, uh, less so. But uh, you know, it, it's not uh, it's not a case that I just moved on from one thing to the next to the next. I, I sort of I sort of just brought brought them all on board as I've as I've sort of progressed, yeah. um, aged, and um, yeah, and so. About 2014, uh, my wife Marielle and I we went to a f- sort of our first Comic Con that we'd ever been to, and uh, in London, London Super Comic Con, and just to have a look to see how the um, what the indie scene was like, or if there was one even. I didn't really know, and was very happy to see that there is, and uh, much the same as as the US. Um, you know, lots of uh, creators out there uh, creating. And it's also, I was very fortunate because Kickstarter was sort of on the rise as well at the time. And I, 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 I'm not, I'm not the most social people, but you know, the people that I spoke to there, mm-hmm. um, you know, mentioned that, and I saw obviously people were saying, yes, this is now on Kickstarter, or currently on Kickstarter. So, um, I looked into that as well. My, my background is IT. Uh, I, I've worked for my in IT since I was 18. Um, and uh, so things like Kickstarter and just just it's fine, you know. I it's just nat, kind of natural looking at using the internet, understanding the internet, understanding uh, IT. So so that was really good. So I was in I was in a good position. Uh, I we kickstarted the first comic, uh, which was Sinners issue one, uh, at the beginning of 2015. I remember it because uh, we nearly didn't make it uh, on the uh, on the, on the funding goal, but we did with like two days to go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's um, so that and and that's kind of a pivotal moment as well. Sort of you know, actually seeing there are people out there wanting to invest and you know, enough people. Um, and we haven't looked back since. And I think we're currently running like my fifty seventh Kickstarter, uh, oh. and I'm setting up my fifty eighth. So it gives you an idea. I do a lot of them. Um, but yeah, and then um, comics wise, so we started Blue Fox Comics. Um, and really just turning those comics into or, or, or trying to you know, uh, turn those comics into, into, uh, into film scripts into comics and um and it was just my stuff to begin with and then uh, over time um some creators that we 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 have used or we, we you know we used for the art and uh, or artists and letterers had their own books and said well, would you be interested in this and and for for the ones that we liked, we said yes, basically. Um, so yeah, and that was interesting. That was quite eye opening as well because obviously we started Blue Fox without with the idea of just being my work and Marielle's work, yeah. and um, so publishing other people's. And again, it's one of the most best parts of the job, in in all truth. Um, being able to send those emails out saying, yes, we you know we're interested in publishing your work. Um, so so that's very exciting, uh, and then. Uh, really, so we were ticking along doing like three, maybe four Kickstarters a year for the first few years. And basically, two things kind of happened. We moved up to Scotland because I was still doing my IT job and I had a contract up in Glasgow. So I moved up, we moved up to Scotland because um, we just rent houses. Um, I mean, who buys nowadays? Yeah, anyway, uh, we just rent houses. And, yeah. And um, we just, uh, yeah, and being in Scotland, there's a a very healthy sort of comic scene, uh, mm. which is lovely, and and sort of I fell in with the right people, uh, and you know they gave me a lot of advice, and I was able to ask questions and so on and so forth. Um, 
uh, and there was a second thing as well. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 COVID came along, um, unfortunately, uh, and uh, that, that it kind of, in a way, I, I I was struggling. I was having to work from home doing the IT job, uh, and it wasn't wasn't working. Headspace wasn't right, really. And so uh, we decided that we tried, like I, I tried to not do that for three months and just you know concentrate on doing maybe you know a Kickstarter a month sort of thing because by then we were in that position where uh, we could, uh, and yeah, and that was that was I, I my last day at work or doing IT was like the end of October in 2020, and, I, and I'm still not doing IT <laughs> um, apart from obviously fixing it everybody's uh, problems, but <laughs> apart from that. Um, uh, yeah, it's uh, people know you, you're in IT, uh, I'll be calling oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 but that's okay. I ignore them for a day, and usually it goes away, as we all know. Um, so yeah, yeah, so and and just before that happened, uh, again, using I was on the Kickstarters, I saw that Top Gal were doing a Kickstarter, and um, one of their tiers was for uh, um, uh, a six page story in an anthology they were doing mm. knew that was too good to pass up was fortunate enough to have the money to be able to back it um yeah so i jumped on that and uh and then sort of like a year later there was a, a round table in la so we kind of arranged a whole um i wasn't uh, yeah we arranged a whole holiday to go out there and, and have this round table so that was really nice being able to sit yeah sit at the same in the same space as people people who know what they're doing yeah. uh so um that was really good yeah. Uh, and I was able to sort of show them sort of the comics that I produced already, uh, which is, it may have been beneficial. I, th- I like to think it is, but who knows? Uh, and then, uh, yeah. And, and I think that the process that we went through, I, um, me speaking to Top Cow and Top Cow speaking to me, it, it went very smoothly and they were quite happy and they liked the six page, which is Antarctica. It was the first incarnation of Antarctica, wow. uh, the six page story, which is in the Stairway Anthology. Um, so yeah, and so they sort of said, Would you like to pitch a longer version of Antarctica? Um, and that was I think that was 2021. Yeah. And I jumped at the chance. Yeah. And uh yeah, and 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 here we are now. Um and Antarctica is here. So um well yeah, yeah, yeah. We so yeah, that's how it is, that's how it happened. And and so we go to convey yeah. I'm surrounded by our, our comics and uh, comics that we bought downstairs to read, and one day I will read them. Yeah. And, we, and we go to the conventions. We, I'm, I'm, I also write choose your own adventure books. So mm. this weekend I've got a um, I've got a tabletop convention or, or RPG convention down in London oh, uh, wow. to head to. So yeah, so it's just really busy, uh, and obviously Kickstarter fulfillment. There's a <laughs> I'm stuffing envelopes a lot of the a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah so it's very, very exciting yeah. and. Um, and never a dull moment. Uh, again, I wake up and I have no idea what I'm going to be doing from one <laughs> hour to the next. It's yeah. it's as stuff comes in. Right. Um, but but the nice thing is, you know, we, we've got to a stage now where, you know, people come up to us at the cons at like MCM London and stuff, and mm. you know, that and they say, "Would you like to look at this?" You know, or, or they send us a comic or whatever. And because our profile is is high enough now, yeah, it's got some fantastic things on the way. Touch, touch, whatever that is. Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so looking forward to it. 
No, that's that's amazing. Now, is Antarctica a, a story that you had already published in the UK and now it's just being published in the US? Or is this a completely new story you created for Top Cow and that six page anthology? Yeah, no, completely new. Completely new oh, okay. story. Yeah. I mean, I have got a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blue Fox. Um, but no, Antarctica was brand new. Um uh, yeah, so I remember. Go, I, I knew I had to go into the the round table, sort of sit down mm-hmm. um, with a story, with a with, with an idea. Uh, and again, I'm not too sure where how, how I pieced the idea together. Yeah. Obviously, I, I know I, I I enjoy sort of single location stories, um, yeah. and I also uh, you know I'm a big fan of the Thing film uh, and other stuff. You know. Um, and things like Lost as well. Somebody, yeah, that somebody brought that up the other day. You know, the the mystery of yeah. what Lost was and and mm-hmm. how they, you know, how that happened. So really, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a product of of those sort of intermingled things, uh, and hopefully a healthy dose of imagination. Uh, and um, yeah, just just came up with it. And and yeah, and it's and it's a, a wild ride, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the story is amazing, right? It follows this young girl, Hannah. She seems to have almost the perfect life as a child. And then all of a sudden, her father uh, I seemingly just goes off on another, uh, you know, work mission. I don't know what that thumbs up is. I did a download. I don't know if you see that on my computer. That's all right. Yeah, I, I can see it, but it's very nice. It's like you do a thumb and it, it thumbs up as well. Yeah, like yeah. it's yeah, so kind of weird. I did yeah. a, I did a, um, an up, you know, one of the upgrades uh, on the computer, and all of a sudden, this thing's popping oh, up. Yeah. To figure out how to get that off. It's quite that, a. Bear- that is what IT does now, isn't it? I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I recently changed phones, and all of a sudden, my word, so many pop-ups yeah. and everything. I have to press anyway. I have to allow yeah. so much nowadays. Uh, it's so funny as it's going on. I'm just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you have Hannah, her father goes away to the research center and then all of a sudden he never comes back. And yeah. years later, she knows, she seems to know something is wrong. Something doesn't feel right about this situation. And yeah. so she finds herself at that same research center searching for her father. And then all kinds of things start to happen, yeah. which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I don't want to give it away. I think people should get out and pick up the, um, the the series because I think you're through issue five. I think six is about to come, but uh, That's right. um, just a wonderful um, first five issues and boy you get into issue four and five and there's all kinds of twists and turns that will have you for a loop um, yeah. which is really exciting I mean it's it's really starting to build and yeah. the anticipation for that next issue continues to build too so congrats yeah. on the story it's quite exciting that, yeah thank you very much it, it's it, it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to write and yeah considering a lot of the time so in the early years of Blue Fox I was much more in the stories a slow build, and but I knew as soon as I got this one, I thought, you know, I, I can't make this one. A slow, I've got to kind of get in there. I've got to hook people or try and hook people from the start. So, yeah. um, so it's nice. Uh, yeah, it, it's good because lots of people say nice things, and they and they say they really like the story, and uh, it's it's a quite a fast paced story, um, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot going on. Say you get into issues four and five, and just yeah, just the the, the reveals and. Um, yeah, yeah. I wanted to make something. I, when I when I consume entertainment, I, I I want I want to feel something, and this is I think this is the the really thing about Antarctica. And what was nice, I was able to go uh, to San Diego for the first time for the Comic Con, and whilst I, I was signing at the Top Cow booth, and people were coming up to me, and and they were saying, you know, it really it really made me feel something because the only issue one had come out by then, 
Yeah. And that was fantastic. And hopefully, again, there's there's a point in issue five which kind of gets me every time. Um, but yeah. it's just, yeah. If you don't care for the characters, what's the point? It's, yeah. it's, it's the crux of the whole thing. Um, so the, the, the thing is, you know, with issue one, you do spend, you know, the first 16 pages, we are following Hannah and, and, and her, her, her early years life sort of thing yeah. um, before the sci-fi stuff happens. And, um, yeah, and by that time, I, you know, hopefully we've all seen something of ourselves yeah. in Hannah or, you know, in how she reacts or how other people react. And it's that sort of, yeah, it's that sort of investment that um, the theory is will keep people coming back for more. And uh, and thankfully, yeah, I mean, yeah. so we're, we're heading into uh, issue six. Yeah. Right. Now, um, unfortunately, I haven't had the opportunity to read some of your work through Blue Fox, but um, is a genre of sci-fi one that you, you tend to lean toward or do you have kind of a, mm. a diversity of genres that you, you kind of dabble in? Yeah, it, it's whatever the story is. I have to say, there is we've got a one of the early Blue Fox books that I wrote was something uh, was a book called Gone. Um, I know there's one by Jock coming out at the moment, but I wrote mine first, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and um, so that which is yeah, Seven Spacecraft. So uh, there was um, so there was that one, but again before that, Sinners is kind of like a supernatural noir type tale, and then we've got some psychological horror stuff. I don't really do blood and guts. I think that's probably what I shy away from. Um, but um, but we've got like Robin, which is a gender flip Robin Hood, where she's a young girl uh, and also mixed in with some Arthurian legend sort of thing. So uh, it really it depends on what the idea is uh, and, and how it comes. There's another one called Clodagh, which which I'm doing with, with Willie, Willie Roberts, who who's do, does the art for Antarctica. Yeah, that's called Clodagh. And that's a and that's a dark fantasy um, one. Uh, so that's uh, yeah. So it really, whatever whatever it comes into my mind, whatever the, the thing is, but uh, keeps me on my toes. That's for sure. What are some of the influences that you draw from as you go into writing, either from childhood or or something current? I mean, there are there other writers that you really have followed over time and, and really try mm. to pattern yourself after. I mean, right at the. I mean, a writer I've always read. It feels is, is Stephen King. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I enjoy. I enjoy nowadays listening to his novels. The yeah. the idea of actually sitting down and reading a, um, a novel would be is, is a lovely thought. But when I'm on a long train or or driving, I listen to his books. So, uh, so yes, that's definitely um, someone who yeah, I, I enjoy and I'm sure has influenced me in many ways. Sure. Um, I like comic when it comes to comics. I like Jeff Lemire, and I, I got to meet him at Thought Bubble, which was really nice. Um, uh, again, some James Tinian, uh, and um, but uh, Rick Remender. So there's lots, yeah, some quite a lot of modern sort of stuff. I, I, I'm not a big superhero person. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm more of an image sort of um, dark horse, I guess, sort of type um, a book. Um, so, but yeah. I mean, if somebody wants to come and offer me one, I, I would gladly write one. But I mean, I, certainly, I think my natural my natural is more grounded people, more people like you know you and me. Um, yeah, I think their stories are much more interesting than super powerful people, be it superheroes or politicians or kings and queens or, or whatever. I'd much rather read about us. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty mm. cool. Now, when mm. you uh, um, had that opportunity with Top Cow. <clears throat> Who did you work with first over at Top Cow? Was it Matt Hawkins or? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when we sat down, mm-hmm. Matt Hawkins was uh, in the room. Uh, Brian Edward Hill was there as well. He he, he gave us sort of uh, a chat, which was which was very good. And because I, I am absolutely terrible at sitting down and like going through courses or teaching things and learning, yeah. I much rather spend 30 years of my life trying to write and then realize you know oh this is how i do it um so i'm my own worst enemy but sitting down with again with brian and he gave a really good talk about you know writing comics uh, and that really sunk in as well which is really nice so that was good um but when we we're over there uh, ryan Cady was there and uh, henry bahas was there um but yeah uh, and i speak to uh, elena uh, so all those people were really Good. And I got to sit next to Mark Silvestri when I was at San Diego. So that was nice. That was quite, uh, that was very cool. So, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was there that Friday and uh, I must've missed you. Um, I'm sure that you had times when you were doing signings, but uh, yeah. yeah, but I did get to um, also talk to Mark Silvestri. Yeah. And that was uh, certainly a, a highlight of my day for sure yeah. with the history that he has in the U S and the founder yeah one of the founders of image. I mean, he just and one of my favorite artists of all time. He just mm. incredible art. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Top yeah. Cow been really good. I have to say right from the start, because, you know, I've done blue Fox stuff. So I've done it on a very, very small scale. Yeah. Um, but actually, you know, having to step up, they've really, really helped. They've been super nice, super uh, just, you know, patient and professional. And I can't say, you know, I can't say enough about them in the nicest way. They've been really good. Yeah. Now, um, I think it's pretty interesting that, you know, you have your own publishing company um, in the UK and you're having people come to you and present um, stories and you're picking yeah. and choosing. Was the the was the the way that you handle it very similar to how Top Cow would handle it? Or were there major differences in how they handle bringing on a new story compared to how you would look at it? Um, I think the thing with Blue Fox is we're at a size we're we're the smaller size, so the ones we take on, which we haven't written ourselves, kind of have to be complete. Okay. Um, they have to already be drawn, and so they have to sort of the whole creative team. So, from that perspective, we're different. So, uh, because obviously, Top Cow, yeah, Antarctica was 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 an idea on a page, uh, yeah. and you know, and they they've um, they've sat there and and obviously helped develop the whole uh, whole thing. So. Um, so yes, in that sense, um, we're we're different. Um, I don't know. I, 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 a lot of it, it, it's 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 fairly. Sometimes I do go out and look for look for artists as well, which is quite nice. Or look for stuff which is again, which is completed. Um, yeah. So that's probably slightly different as well. Um, there's uh, we've got a couple of new books coming up. The next Kickstarter after the one which finishes soon. Uh, it's like for a folk a folk horror comic, um, which uh, yeah, which um, I, I saw and, and and liked and asked, but you know, can we can we publish that so to a to a slightly wider audience? Um, yeah. So yeah, and uh, and there's another one as well, which recently submitted to us again. She, she's uh, she she had published it in a, in a small way. Mm-hmm. But now, hopefully, we're—I don't know. Hopefully, Blue Fox is positioning itself, you know, yeah. between. Okay, I've just done my first book. Let's yeah. publish it, and you know, the other tier, you know, the tier above us. So, um, so yeah. But it, it's it's such a lovely sort of 
apart from being you know hard work and stressful it's also very lovely you know when when you do get those books come in and you think oh my god these are these are fantastic yeah. uh um and also when one of we have one of our own stories being drawn and you get obviously you get the pages coming in you know and uh it's it's kind of a magical time so yeah yeah now as far as the the uk goes in kickstarter um I, I feel this is just my feeling. I, I would love mm -hmm. to know if you feel the same way, but you know, um, you have you, obviously your local comic book store and I'm very fortunate that I live in a very small town here in California where I actually have one. Cause a lot of towns don't have a comic book store. So yeah. I feel very fortunate to have one, but I have found Kickstarter to be kind of my second <laughs> local comic book store. So I find myself going through Kickstarter and shopping and, and finding amazing indie finds, um, mm -hmm. I assume in the UK, um, consumers of graphic novels and comics, do you think they are seeing um, Kickstarter as kind of their local comic book store that they could go to and just shop around? Yeah, I, I think they, they do. I think certainly, as, as you say, when, uh, when I grew up, there was no there was no comic shop where I lived. But um, mm -hmm. but ha yeah, had there been a Kickstarter, yeah, that would that that, that would have been there. But um, many people. Um, come up to come up to the table you know at comics or even tabletop cons because there's quite a lot of crossover and they'll say yes i've backed this you know and people all people bring their books for me to sign so yeah i think so i think it's a very much um but not only is it uh, you know a place where people can go to shop but as you, as you said they can find really different sorts of things which you know people wouldn't people you know bigger publishers maybe wouldn't chance their arm on understandably because they've got to sell a lot and all that sort of stuff yeah. so now yeah having that direct interface it does it does allow you i mean one of the lovely things about comics is the the kind of what I, the inclusivity that i i experience you know on a regular basis at cons uh and or yeah shopping for books um it, it, it is a, a pretty wonderful medium um so yeah i think uh yeah and kickstarter yeah is a, is a big loud hailer for that as well it, it really helps and um i don't think we i could run blue fox without it really yeah. so i think it's that it's that important so yeah if if yeah if we tried to do this i don't know 15 years ago it just probably wouldn't have happened so i'm lucky i'm lucky yeah yeah no i think you, myself, a lot of us, um, I, I don't think we would be dabbling into the the, the comic book uh, arena mm. without a Kickstarter, right? Because you could bypass publishers, you could bypass distribution uh, networks and go right directly to a consumer. Um, yeah. If you could broaden your reach through, you know, social media and get your word out. I mean, it, it kind of levels the playing field between you and, and some of the bigger ones. So I, I think that is absolutely fabulous and you as a publisher taking on other people's written work mm. i mean that's that's got to be incredible to know that you could take it on and you already have a built-in audience with kickstarter to be able to create yeah. that offering I, I we're seeing in the u.s i mean people are popping up all over the u.s creating comic books are you seeing the same thing in the uk because of kickstarter and some of these other uh type of uh, websites yeah very much um we yeah we in the last couple of years we've sort of we did some crowdfunding on the uh, crowdfunder uh, platform that sort of um popped up without hasn't got any on the end so crowdfunder uh, yeah. and uh and that was that was good we we published uh, we kickstarted a couple of um, 
Kickstarter, but we've crowdfunded a couple of things on there. Yeah. Uh, and we'll probably look to use the back kit platform as well, just to see what that's like, mm-hmm. just to try it. Um, but yeah, very much. Uh, the, the Thought Bubble was a couple of weeks ago. And I'd say, you know, I think there's probably a lot more, um, uh, yeah, comic creators there um, than there has been, but also there's a lot more people there as well than there has been. And and you know, we we had a we had a, a very good show for you know for for obviously meeting people, but also for for selling comics, which is kind of the, at the end of the day helps. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it seems to be on a good trajectory at the moment. Yeah. Um, as long as oh, yeah, nothing silly happens in the world, but um, yeah, hopefully it's uh, yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll keep doing that, and and yeah, we don't see, I don't, I've got probably enough books to last me for two or three years on Kickstarter at one a month. Oh, um, wow. yeah. Uh, recently, uh, Marielle sort of started up Fox Red Comics, so um, she's so we've got an, another sort of like a sister company. Mm-hmm. um to to blue fox um so yeah so hopefully some of the other books which um we get you know submitted to us we can also we can uh, go to Marielle uh, and 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 fox red so which is nice because we've tried it we, we we proved it with blue fox it works and you know i can do this uh so yeah it's a case of yeah trying to do the same thing again and and grow and yeah i don't know i mean i didn't start all this i just wanted to publish my comics i think that's what it was so uh, so the idea uh, now of uh, like the last three years having doing this full time effectively yeah. um is uh, is lovely and uh yeah a bit of a miracle you miss it at all <laughs> no <laughs> i did it for oh, whatever how many years 32 years yeah uh, it's exciting to begin with because i was 18 and it was yeah. exciting and then I don't know. I got a bit long in the tooth, but it was it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, I started off doing programming, which I think was more fun than what I ended up doing. Yeah, uh, I think. Uh, um, but that's okay. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that you live and learn. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I I have no problem with yeah. I, I it has got me where I am now, uh, and and allowed me to have the funds to be able to produce those first comics. So. It's, uh, yeah, you can't say it was a bad thing. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, super exciting about Antarctica. I cannot wait for issue number six. Um, it, it is an ongoing, or is it a like a 10-part, 12-part series to start yeah. off with? Uh, so initially it was, um, the, the whole thing behind it, it was initially the five-issue miniseries. Um, then, um, uh, so before I went to San Diego, I was sort of, I was, I was doing a lot of traveling and traveling on trains and things like that is where I write a lot. Uh-huh. And uh, so I'd already sort of sat down and just written another three issues. They haven't asked for them. I didn't know they were ever going you know, to need them or whatever, but yeah. just, I just had that idea. What, what would happen next if, you know, something happened. Right. Um, so when I went out to San Diego, I, I very unsubtly dropped, dropped, you know, dropped a hint and sort of said, "Oh, by the way, if you did want to continue, you know, I have got another three issues and stuff." Uh, and uh, and sort of over over the couple of days, it turned into let's say one arc to two arcs and then into an ongoing series. So, which is lovely. I mean, the actual story itself uh, is you know 
you probably tell when you're reading it, 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 it was going to be very difficult to fit into five issues. And in, in my mind, I was never going to fit it into five issues. So I'm super, super fortunate that they uh, that they said that they'd like to continue on to ongoing series. So, yeah, it, 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 yeah. So we've got those the five issues. The fifth issue came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, sixth issue starts in December, so uh, it's a Christmas issue. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they, it, it was initially just going to be a one issue Christmas issue because uh, you know I'm a nerd and I'm a Doctor Who fan. But then, um, it, then the whole story just sort of. Uh, elongated and now in fact that one issue is now the whole of the second arc so it's the five issues so and we go back in time for 15 years start to see you know young hannah mm. uh, but which one is the, is the question uh yeah. and then and jerome we see a lot more of jerome what's going on there yeah so yeah and and new mysteries and just new revelations uh and it's super exciting yeah ongoing series so i know how it's going to end and you know, right at the end like probably the last five pages, I know what they're they're going to be, yeah. But honestly, how we get there, let's 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 go for it. You know, that it's um, the story is as long as it needs to be in in, in my head, and uh, it it can kind of it, it can. There's different, obviously, as you can see, it's kind of an ensemble piece as well. So there's different people uh, to pick up and 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 have different stories and stuff. So I don't know. I I just it's I hope it's going to go on for quite a while. I'm, yeah. It's, definitely having fun in writing it um and uh yeah well simon i mean i I can't tell you how much i appreciate you coming on to talk about antarctica i'm loving the series um i cannot wait for issue six here in december to see what's going on yeah Um, but uh, you, you've built something or created something, I should say, uh, pretty amazing. So let's hope that it goes on for a while because I'm really enjoying it myself. Brilliant. Uh, me too. Uh, yeah. And uh, you can get issue one off the Top Cow website. I need to say that makes sense. So if you want, if you haven't read issue one yet, um, go over there. And uh, yeah. So and you can obviously pick it up wherever, wherever it is. And uh, we also have some on the Blue Fox website. That w- would be remiss of me not to say that. So there you oh, go. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. How easy is it uh, to get Blue Fox in the U.S.? I mean, I've never tried uh, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all it's all on there. Um, we sort of ship uh, everywhere you can ship to. Um, uh, so, yeah, we and we do sort of like different levels of postage as well. This is my uh, business hat on. So we can do it. Generally, we send like economy. So it's like five pounds to send up to whatever, 500 grams. So it's pretty good. You can, you can get a lot of stuff out there. And um yeah i usually receive it within a couple of weeks so yeah it's uh yeah so yeah just bluefoxcomics.com that's what it is that's excellent i, I would encourage every i'm gonna go there and check out the whole <laughs> slew of titles um because it's my first entrance into the mind of simon Burke. Mm. Yeah. so i can't wait to to um, yeah. you know go through your catalog and see what else i might find because it's been quite enjoyable Cool. Yeah, and all of the Blue Fox stuff is available as PDFs on there as well. So if, if shipping is a is a worry, then you don't need to do the shipping part. So yeah, that's a good thing. Well, Simon, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you spending some time with me today. I hope we could do this again soon. Maybe mm-hmm. at the end of the second arc, have you come yeah. back? We could talk about, we could get in more detail about that first arc, but I, I really don't want to spoil it for people because there's a lot of twists and turns and yeah. I would love for people to experience it the way that I got to experience it. Um, but I think once we're on that second arc, it'd be fine to talk yeah. about the first arc and yeah. we could throw all the spoilers out there and hopefully that gets people excited about the second arc. 
Yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. All right. Well, thank you, Simon. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I uh, hope you have a great rest of the week. Yeah, thank you. And yourself. All right. All right thank you. Bye-bye.